0: Coming to you live from the great state of North Carolina, uh, from Charlotte here. And uh, we started yesterday a series in 1 Peter, uh, living in the time, living as sojourners in the time of coronavirus. And uh, so we looked at the first three verses yesterday. And uh, a little early, I think hop on here, but, uh, yep. So welcome. We're, we're here live to you. Um, we started yesterday in first Peter talking about living as sojourners in the time of coronavirus. And we looked at the first two verses, Um, we talked about the reality of what it means to be a sojourner to be a traveler and really a lot of this this book that's what it's about Um, if you go back and you look at the podcast uh, there are some things that we talked about what that looks like but mostly what we talked about is the reality that you need change we got to change our perspective Uh, we're living in a new world can't continue to do things the way we were doing them yesterday um, and we can't automatically assume that tomorrow we're going to go back to the way things were um, what does it mean to live in this new normal with Jesus and so today as we look at verses 3 to 12 uh, we're going to continue on that theme it's interesting verses 3 to through 12 are one continuous sentence, uh, one long, uh, ongoing sentence, one ongoing thought. And Peter just continues to, uh, really talk about in many ways what it means to be a sojourner, what it means to be a traveler, uh, to be on this journey but what's interesting about today is it all centers around this concept of living hope what does that mean to have a living hope let me uh you've got your bibles open before you you're able to look at it i'm not going to read the passage this morning Uh, i'm going to leave that for you to do but i think it's important that we are in the word each day This is how we keep our wits about us. One of the ways we keep our wits about us uh, is we listen to the Holy Spirit in the Word of God and allow Him to reveal Himself to us. And so, let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, loving Father, uh, in these days especially, we need the fullness of Your Spirit. We just ask that You would open Yourself up to us as we open ourselves up to You, Lord and ask that you would come in and and be with us and uh, speak to us and reveal yourself to us through your word this morning. Thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. So this whole idea of living hope, what do you think that means? What does it mean to have a living hope? Well, contrasted, it means not to have a dead hope. Uh, Hope is something that needs to stay alive Uh, especially during these days we want to keep our hope alive as we're living in uncertain times Um, but where does this living hope come from well from the text it's very clear this living hope comes through the resurrection of jesus i should tell you something because what's wrapped up in the resurrection of jesus is our own resurrection eventually at some, some point, someday we, we are all likely to die. Um, we need to be able to put our hope in something that is beyond what we can touch and see and feel, uh, whether that's our job or our relationships, even, uh, our government, um, all these sorts of things that are temporary. If you look back through history, they rise, they fall, uh, New careers start; they finish, uh, they change. Relationships begin and end. But the reality is, is we've got to put our hope in something that is is more than temporary, it's something that's long lasting. And we have the choice: are we going to put our hope in something that's uncertain in the present, or something that's certain in the future? And that's what hope's all about: putting ourselves, putting putting. Our trust in something in the future that's certain Well, part of this living hope is our inheritance that's a great word that we don't use a lot today but that means something that we're going to receive as rightful heirs of chil- as children of God and we have to be rightful heirs of God by being his children by receiving salvation in order To be able to receive this inheritance. It tells us that this inheritance is pure and undefiled that can never perish, spoil, or fade. What a fantastic concept. This inheritance that we're going to receive is not going to go anywhere. We can have it permanently. In fact, it's being stored up for us. It's being kept in heaven. Um, And through faith, we are shielded by God's power. This is connected to that inheritance. I think also our inheritance is shielded by God's power. It's protected. Nothing's going to happen to it. But it requires us to trust in God. Do we believe that the inheritance that's coming is better than our current situation? Uh, In this day and age, that's a lot easier to believe uh, than maybe even it was a couple weeks ago. But definitely we want to put our trust in God and that he is shielding for us, not just our inheritance, but, but us. Um, and he's doing it until the coming day when he will return. That's right. Jesus is going to come back. He's going to take us out of this mess of a world and finish the work he started on the cross. And Peter tells us with all this, with all this reality, not only is our inheritance being kept safe, but we're being kept safe. We need to rejoice in that so much more than just the little things that we have going on in our own lives. Let us put our joy in what is ahead for us. Let us put our joy in what is ahead for us. Because he says, though for a little while you may have to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. I know friends that have gotten this coronavirus that have suffered greatly, Uh, people that have lost their jobs that are suffering greatly, Uh, people that can't go outside that are suffering greatly because they're not connecting the way they're used to connecting. There's all kinds of trials that we're facing in the midst of this. But what's our perspective? Like we talked about yesterday, what's our perspective? Uh, There's a lot of stories going around. What's it gonna be like in 10 years when we look back on this? What's our perspective going to be? Is it gonna be one of, this was a great time because we saw good things happen? Or are we gonna talk about how bad things were? Well, reality says there's probably a little bit of both that will happen, but how we carry ourselves through this trial reflects greatly on our perspective. What's our perspective? Is it one of fear or is it one of trust? Are we able to rejoice because we're putting our trust in a God who's promised us a certain future? Or are we putting our trust in in the uncertainties of today? Because what happens is as we're going through this trial, it's gonna prove the genuineness of our trust in God. How we go through it, how our perspective is what we take out of this time is going to prove how genuine our trust in God is. See, what he's doing through every trial we face, Peter tells us, is that he's refining us like gold. You know, the process of gold, if you take gold out of the mountain, it's pretty, it's muddied up with all sorts of other things, and what are called impurities even, and uh, there's a process of heating that gold up, putting it under fire. And we use this term when we're going through hard things, right? We're under fire The gold's being put under the fire and heated up till it melts. And then in the process of it melting, it, uh, it is purified. And so we've gotta, we gotta really believe that this is what God's doing through this time. And if we keep that perspective that God is purifying us, he's taking out all of our impurities, then we can get through this. Because the end result is praise and glory and honor when we see Jesus. It says even though we haven't seen him now, we trust him. And it gives us this glorious, inexpressible joy. And we are going to receive the results of our faith, which is the ultimate salvation of our souls. We will get out of this. Even the prophets that looked ahead to Jesus, they were looking ahead to what is being promised to us now, wondering when Jesus would come, but also when will this fully be fulfilled? Tells us even the angels are eagerly watching how things are developing. Check this passage out, dig into it some more, pray through it, listen to the Holy Spirit. What's he pointing out to you? What does he have for you in this to reveal to you about himself? about you and your response. Have a good day, and we'll see you tomorrow at 9.30.